If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Hello? Hello, Jonathan. Hey, how you doing? Great, how are you? All right, how am I to pronounce your name? My name is uh, Maram. I I was going to say that. (laughs) Okay, and I have the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless, and thank you for very much for accepting to be my guest on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm i I'm always looking to branch out somewhere else. Great. So, uh tell me more about your podcast. I'd like to hear more about it. Uh, my podcast believe out my wife is listening to some No. It's all right. I can use this to make the sandwich. <laughs> oh no, I make the sandwich you want me to go now. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, my podcast is basically it's like um I try to keep it as like basically you we me me and whoever I have on there besides the my co-host. Right? Let's just get just get together and just talk. You know, I do have set topics because it is a talk show, but okay. I pretty much let the show go for where it goes for when I throw the topic out, we pretty much talk about whatever it is. You know, I try to make it uh, as conversational as possible, but, uh, and I'm uncensored. Like, I say some things that may be mean to other folks, but yeah. I... I like to talk about and I like to talk and um, say things that other people are afraid to say or at least right. what I okay. deem I deem what they are afraid to say and we make fun of reality. It's like it's actually a comedy show even though I bring serious topics on there to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah that's, that's why I say, you know we make fun of reality because I just feel like the world is too serious right now. Yeah. Um, Hold on one sec. Especially with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's part. pretty much what my... Oh, yeah, exactly. So that's pretty much what my show is about. Just just picture a bunch of people talking about some serious stuff and making fun of it um, at the same time. But we have, like, some... <laughs> if you could push through what probably made you laugh, we do have some serious point of views about it. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also, nothing's exempt. We don't care. Everybody gets talked about. <laughs> right. Okay, so. that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that, and it's the reason why every nothing is exempt, because in real life, nothing is exempt. Like, it happens to the best of us. The worst happens to the best of us. So... Yes. Everything the world. Go go ahead. And also, the best happens to the worst of us. So like as exactly, but nobody wants to talk about it because whatever reasons they have that they don't want to talk about it, whether they're scared or whether they don't want to relive or whatever it is their reasons is. But me, I think it's interesting to talk about it. Maybe we can find what's the cause behind why you feel the way you feel if you talk That's about true. it. That's true. That is true. And also, I think hmm. uh, even talking about those matters that we usually are afraid to talk about is actually even therapeutic. Like, it relieves a lot of pain and probably relieves a lot of stress, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably like, I just really started saying like talking as my therapy about probably about a month ago mm-hmm. uh, because and I'm not even sure that is something that sounded clever so I said it but it probably right. is because I do realize I do like talking a lot about stuff that people don't want to talk about or necessarily bring it up on an often basis and it needs right. to be talked about So, what so is your was... show about? All right, so let's talk about it. So, my show is basically about uh, this is kind of a hard topic to even like mention, but I'm gonna mention it anyway because I think it's uh, I think it's uh, relevant to a lot of people, and I'd like to be a part of that. So, basically, it's about emotional abuse that mm. even the closest people do to you in your life. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, how you can deal with that and how you can grow out of it. Yeah. You're Hence gonna... the name self-evolution regardless. Mm, yeah, it sounds interesting. But I agree with the fact, I do agree with the fact that it is a hard topic to talk about. Like, a, a the niche is big, but the topic is difficult. And you're right, I agree with you. But I think it's a hard topic not due to the typical reasons one might think it's a hard topic. I just think it's more so of a hard topic because you would rather avoid talking about the topic versus just talking about the topic. So what do you think are possible reasons as to why people may avoid talking about this topic? I'd like to hear it from you. Uh, Like I stated earlier, fear or I think it's majority fear and fear is extremely broad you could have fear of talking you could also have fear of the actual uh, uh, reliving the the imagery in your head just by talking it or you could just yeah you know fear can run in various different ways but since it's more Mm -hmm. so of talking right now 
I say it'd be fear of one of these possible reasons of fear of reliving it, having the imagery in your head. And I have my own little theory on how you can get rid of that in myself. Also, it could possibly okay. be fear of um, being judged. And I also have my own little theory on why do we fear being judged and why do we think a judge-free zone is literally a judge-free zone in reality is not a judge-free zone. Everybody is literally judging everything almost every moment of their life. Yep. And looking forward to talk about those because they are important. Yeah, I think it's very important. Right. So what is your take on therapy in general? Because, um, (laughs) you know, therapy is an interesting uh, thing to do and to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I have my own little uh, naysayers and yaysayers. In my own little household about that. Me. Okay. Since we, since it's just so me it's here. Curious. Yeah, I I am not a big I am not big on therapy, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to say I disown therapy. I'm not against therapy either. I think everybody can be a therapist. Like literally Every single person on the planet, I feel like, can be a therapist. All it takes is you to just listen. And the person you are listening to, that's all they could just actually want in the moment. That's for you to just yes. listen versus saying something to try to fix it. Right. So I'm not against therapy, but I'm more so against therapy than I am for it because for my own observation and my own experiences therapy kind of gets you nowhere because every time I witness therapy like I said the observation portion of it whether it be YouTube videos of therapies or any other videos of therapies hey movies as well I, I would like to add those in there it's to me I think it's some um non-fiction to movies <laughs> you know even though they're okay, fiction like m- movies that relate to mental health y- yes well, like, all uh... in, as, as, <laughs> minus the mindless action movies you know the fast and the furious and the you know the matrix and stuff like that My, the mindless action type movies but more so of the the movies you actually have to sit down and like watch right. i think it's yeah. i think it's a yes. oh go ahead i'm sorry yeah, yeah i'm following you yeah i was saying i i think it's some fiction to it then you know not it's not just all non-fiction because it is a piece of entertainment you know but i did kind of stray off what I the reason why I don't feel like um, I'm more so against therapy again, not to be totally, <laughs> I'm not disowning it, but just like just against it more so than I am with it, because of my observations of 
uh, the mm-hmm. therapist doesn't they ask questions like first of all they just repeat questions as answers to your question and then a lot of times as well they ask questions like what brought you here today or what got you mad within the past week or month or what led up to this moment here versus let's get to the bottom of it let's let's talk about things that you can possibly remember from your childhood that can the more you talk about it can unlock other memories that you were subconsciously subduing and right but it may pertain to the fact that they're gradually like trying to um bring the questions like step by step so that it won't be so direct and shocking to some patients you know sometimes i think they might uh-huh. uh ask what was going on for for example with your mood for the last week and then gradually going back to childhood for example to talk about the root cause of what's going on probably all right i hear you from that point of view but my experience and observations from um reoccurring patients is literally the same type question it's just worded differently like you it, we're ne- we're never getting to the adolescent questions we're never getting to the early teen questions where we're just stick we're just strictly sticking with the 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 textbook versus going against the textbook and asking like conversational questions you know, and that's what I, yeah, and that's what I always see. I have yet to stray away from, I have yet to see your point of view of what you said in any counseling session, any ones that I, I've been in, nor the ones I've witnessed on whatever media that I happen to be watching it on. I have, yeah, I always okay. seen it from the other point of, the point of views that I've just explained. Right. So I understand your opinion. It's uh, very clear, your perspective, about what you said, and it's actually reasonable. Um, and as far as what I saw in also entertaining pieces, but TV series of uh, mental health topics, like Mental, for example, um, they showed a very unique kind of um, experience where the psychologist or psychiatrist would diagnose the person and put them in these situations where they will relive the situations which traumatize them for example and they will try to make that person be courageous enough to face their fears for example if that person's paranoid or having uh, illusions or hallucinations or whatever and I think it's interesting to see because from that, like, um, from that principle, I think that it's not just the questions that work, but it's also the progressive work of helping that person um, reach a better point in their life slowly but surely. Oh, absolutely agree. I feel like you do have to face it no matter what. You just have to face it because... Um, 
you the fear of reliving it is the the reality of that is you're going to relive it regardless whether you go whether, exactly go I'm, ahead I'm, oh, no, you're I'm okay. sorry I interrupted oh. you but I'm, I'd like to say this real quick so that I don't interrupt your mm-hmm. idea the fact that with fear you're actually kind of burying it even more when you actually should be able to face it and reveal it I, I, so that you don't oh I was going to say I, I'm agreeing with you exactly sorry <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i i 100 agree with you is uh like you like you, you both just said you have to relive it like because i mean yeah you not relive it you have to face it because you're going to relive it right. no matter what and i feel like re- being forced to relive it whether it is head-on collision forced to live it or relive it or gradually reliving it either way it goes whichever way can possibly work best for you it just has to be relived because i don't think you will ever get to the root of the situation of overcoming whatever it is that you're trying to overcome or that you're trying to avoid yes i agree with you on that so what is your theory about fear and oh, the fear is the, the whole fear. fear is the ultimate controller. <laughs> that's that's like the best thing I could uh, say about fear. It is the ultimate controller. Oh uh, there are other controllers. What I mean by controller is you can you pretty much got this person. Like, if you can instill fear into whomever, you pretty much got this person. I feel like once a mental state is broken, it is mm-hmm. virtually impossible to reconnect or fix the brain once it's broken. Going off my observations of just people, period. You know, I I have some. Again, you might not like my wording, but I I have crazies <laughs> in my family. That's what, as well as others. But it's not crazy. It's mental in my family as well as other families might have. And I've seen my fair share of of stuff. And it's kind of like if you if you were lucky enough to know this person before. The brain broke. Um, then, unless you see that in person, witness that in person. Uh, I don't think observation is enough uh, when it comes to this. I think observation and experience will have to help you come with a conclusion or some type of the- theory to this. Is that you have to experience this both ways: observation and experience physically once you are if you are lucky enough to know a person before the brain breaks that's when that's when you can that's when you can really see things it is extremely extremely hard to fix the brain once it breaks i find the brain the absolute most fascinating thing in existence it is right 
one of the most fascinating things. It's really complex. Yeah, and that and that's why um I feel that nobody really wants to talk about the things that I talk about or they find what I say offensive even though it's the truth. You know, and you know, I got this one saying that I say uh, everybody likes to be everybody loves not to be lied to but hates to hear the truth and yep that is common that yeah is and that's literally everywhere which is why I see or I feel a lot of people uh, say oh man you mean for saying that that's wrong that's cold or you know I'm like well I'm not I'm not trying to offend anyone for one but if you happen to be or get offended, um, just just get over it because it's right. it's the real. Like, don't. First of all, I didn't call you out per se. I just said people be like. But you got so offensive, you thought that people be like was John be like. So that right there, yeah. if you study people long enough or I want I don't want to say study people but you hang you out you out with people almost every day of your life if you observe people you come to realize that when people yeah. get offended it's more so the ones that actually do what we're talking about because again I never called you out by name like it's too many of you to that do this to call out by name, by name, and it's too many of y'all that don't do this to call out by name, by name. So you get put in a general pot like everybody else. Yeah, and the problem with some people is they take things too personally when you're only just meant to talk about a certain. Exactly. Of and when you and when you take it too personally, go ahead. They think it's about them to the point where they feel easily. Judged and exactly by what you said. Exactly, and those people are the people that believe judge-free zones exist. <laughs> it's like, yeah. those... <laughs> like, do you think about SJWs lately, like the social justice warriors? I think those are the most fragile, oh my goodness. easily triggered. You don't want to get me started on my. On my theories and conspiracies of this virus right now, I'm actually deemed expendable. I mean, essential. <laughs> I mean, the people are like social justice warriors. I'm not talking about coronavirus. I'm talking about those people, like this post-millennial generation, oh. that are so. Yeah, and you haven't even experienced life to be talking about what you're talking about right now. <laughs> exactly. It's like you haven't experienced nothing. Like you literally just graduated middle school. <laughs> exactly. Why are you even conversating on this? <laughs> like what South Park calls baby. Say it again, you kind of went out. Like what so- the series uh, South Park calls them, PC oh. babies, because they're cry all oh, the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 most definitely some cry babies. Like, whew. 
Yeah, if, if you can make it through one of my shows, like again, it's more <laughs> it's right. more show on a comical basis. So please um, listen to my show with general speaking ears <laughs> because I yeah because okay. it's not and, and you it. hopefully you will get some chuckles out of it and you don't take none of my jokes or the things that we talk about too seriously. Even though a lot of the things that we do joke about is on a serious matter, but but I like to keep it at a at a level to where people don't get mad. At least in my head, I try to make you laugh. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't laugh, it's okay. Yeah, it's just one of you. It's just one. I'm not going to cry because you didn't laugh. <laughs> I'll just get over it whenever I feel like the point exactly it's know? actually that's actually the disclaimer and in, in the beginning of every one of my shows i put out you know i I, I got a um disclaimer that comes on and say you know we have whatever talk would like to apologize in advance and some other stuff but yeah i know yeah, i heard so, that yeah but that's the and people look honestly my i want to say i forget what episode it was um I think it's somewhere in the 30s where mm-hmm. I had to have a uh, a conversation like I had to talk about I had to talk about right. my my disclosure because the the website I was on said it was too vulgar it was telling it was telling people your listeners that you don't care about them and I'm like my yeah, I'm like, my oh. list, it doesn't say anything about not caring about them. We said we apologize, but get over it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, right. I'm not about to, Just yeah, get I'm not about to apologize. At, <laughs> what is the big deal? Because for one, I'm not about to apologize after every single statement that I make. Two, if I don't offend you, the person down the street is going to offend you if it's that easily. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, so a lot of my uh, my um, my mental state. Well, let me tell you about my mental state right now. I I just feel okay. since we, I'm trying to bring it back to the mental thing. I don't want to stray too far. <laughs> I got a habit of doing that on my show. Yeah, we <laughs> but my <laughs> mental state right now is I wanted to. You know, I'm doing a lot of research and and um in a particular field right now that I'm going to it's actually one of my new projects. And this this project here is the absolute yes. most controversial subject on the planet. And I'm doing some research on it. Oh, I, I, I don't mind saying what it is. If you don't, yeah, uh, religion. Like, I got another group that I uh, made on Facebook. I don't have anybody in it. I just made it up just for future references and just putting random things in there. But it's called Religion is Made Up, Changed My Mind. And what I'm doing right now is I didn't already been through several translations of the Bible within the last several months. And... I am receiving stuff that I wasn't necessarily taught growing up as as a Christian. I'm not, I haven't been religion and 
I want to say probably 20 years or or so or okay. probably I'll say 15 at the least at the uh, at the most but yeah All I grew right. up as a Christian and I was even a Mormon at one point I know about um some overseas religions like Hen um Hendai just a little bit uh, but I'm more so know about Christian and Mormon spoke to several Muslims. I do have the Quran. I haven't opened it up yet. And this little journey that I'm going through, I, it has me in the mind state of uh, being, I, I, I consider myself a misanthropist now. You ever heard of the word misanthropy? Uh, what is that? Yes. <laughs> I was going through my research and I'm like, I don't want to mm-hmm. label myself a racist because I'm not. Even though I do feel that everybody is slightly racist. Um, even though I don't think racism is racist if it's coming from a mean heart. What I mean by that, we got comedians that make racist jokes all the time. We got sitcoms that make racist jokes all the time. Yes. If it's mean, then it's yeah. racist as heck. But if it's coming from a you know a cool, collective, non-racist heart, and you say the racist remark, it's just you just making light of what is a very known situation. You know? You're critiquing. Yes, yes. So, but I'm like, I don't want to label myself a racist, even though okay. I do dislike white people more than any other nationality. But it's nowhere near the reason why white people dislike everybody else that's not white. Do you get what I tried to say? Probably because you had... Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to understand okay. it. Uh, I think I'm going to ask you this. Is it because you had some personal uncomfortable situations with oh, white people? Honestly, no. I have not. I have uh, only experienced racism in my life directly towards me. And I still don't even think it's like for real racism mm-hmm. um, back in 2012. Okay. And. I think I was like my late my late twenties at that time, and um, right. yeah, that's about yeah, it. I don't want to go into it because it was nothing as spectacular as this. But yeah, that's the only time I experienced it. I am quite kind of um, first. I, I, I digress. What misanthropy is? Misanthropy is um, a dislike of humankind. Uh, yeah, oh. and I, yeah, and it's not, it's not like I fr- freaking hate mankind. I just dislike the antics, the antics of mankind, the things that mankind do to other people for no reason. You know, it's not just one race, it's not just one nationality, it's everybody, like literally everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is reasonable. People do. People do some annoying um, things to others, and without even a real for no reason, reason at all. So, and that's where my 
my my my kind of my my state is right now my mental state isn't but I'm not letting it like define me at all like I make fun of it like <laughs> yeah it, yeah okay. it doesn't concern me doesn't like bother me like that I'm just fed up with it and that's what actually set me on a route for my my new project <laughs> and all that so so your mental state is that you just are kind of like disliking what humanity does to each other yeah and why why like like i said it's more so uh why do white people treat other people the way they treat people why who who or what bestow white people with the power that they have and the power that they have is what i deem godly persuasion this is coming from a person who doesn't even believe in God, but I still put the godly persuasion on there because the title godly persuasion, because people do believe in God and godly persuasion is, and we see it nearly every day is in fact, I, I always use this as, a, as a, an example, Trump himself, he pretty much said it to the fullest is before he became president he's making one of his speeches and he said i could pretty much go outside right now and mow down a set number of people and come back and finish making my speech and still become president once he never got handcuffs put on him i knew he was going to be president right then and there because that's just the way america is that's that's, yeah that's the way america is like that's, That's godly bad. persuasion. Like they can go down and mow down a whole village and point to you and say, he did it. And even though whole society watch the white mow down this whole village, the society would say, yup, godly persuasion. Why and how is that possible? So I'm kind of fed up with that. And I'm trying to and I guess what the first thing that came to my mind was the Bible. I believe it's some type of answer there. Um, because that is literally the fear you talk about earlier. How do you? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is the power of fear. That Bible alone is the power of fear. You see people fearing it people believe in this Bible and there's absolutely zero evidence that anything in this Bible ever existed. But people believe in this Bible. Why? Because the fear of God that is mentioned in this Bible is the same God that everybody prays to. I don't think it's the same God from what I'm getting out of it. But they are this Bible has been used to control. Well, perhaps for some people, um, they it works that, like this. You know, they don't have to necessarily see it to believe it, but you know, you know, it exists. But how? how? I mean, like, wind, for example, wind. the wind, for example, you don't see it blowing, but you can feel it blowing air. To trees and flowers and things, even the hair in general, like you don't necessarily have to see it. To you, it. I think to 
some people. But certain, you're absolutely right. You don't have to see it to believe it. It's just what we used to call common sense. But certain things, in my opinion, in believing and believing in the religion, in any religion, in my opinion, you have to see it to believe it because it's literally the Bible itself is literally telling you to believe without uh, seeing like you nobody nobody including the people in the Bible have ever seen God but yet they believe in this character they believe in this entity that's calling itself God and but yet you get mad at the people that believe in aliens well what does the word faith mean it means literally believing in the unseen. You've never seen aliens. You don't believe in it. You've never seen God, but you believe in it. So why are you right, blind? Yeah, yeah and I I'm not, and I'm not, my whole little project is nowhere. I'm not trying to be objective at all. I'm not trying to say my theories, because I have multiple point of views, multiple theories about my own theories, I'm not mm-hmm. really near saying that my stuff is right. And I'm not saying that your beliefs is right. Not- I'm not saying anybody believes is right. I'm just saying, why are you following blindly? And everybody always come at me and say, well, you can ask. Just ask them for yourself. Ask them to send you a sign. I'm like, I don't want a sign. I don't a sign because you believe in anything that's a sign. Lord, send me a sign to, sh- to tell me that everything is going to be okay. And then you literally look up a billboard that says, "Hey, did you know that everything is okay over here?" At you take that as a sign, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "That's bull crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's BS." Like literally, <laughs> your God that you're praying to was there, showing signs like not just those type of signs of what's like interacting with man in that particular time why is he not doing it now why does he but you believe in him though like i stated like i stated earlier nobody has ever seen god including people in the bible and that's including jesus and jesus only seen him when he died Right, so back to the topic of therapy. Um, so what do you think about helping people with therapy? Does it help people? You, duck, you, 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 your whole statement, you're kind of like duck under. Like, I couldn't hear you. Uh, I'm, I was talking about therapy. I'm sorry. Uh, I must have missed the connection. Yeah, it could be my. Yeah, I can hear you can now. You hear it could now? be my connection. My phone kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, no problem. So, uh, in terms of therapy and its the people, do you think it can help people to improve themselves to become a better? Absolutely. Absolutely. If it doesn't involve, if it doesn't necessarily involve fixing the problem, but just to be listened to and to face the root cause, does it help? Uh, uh, yes, it does. Uh, you are still kind of ducking out, but I did make it out, um, make out what you were saying. And I do feel like it does um, help the person. And I like that the fact that you put it in there stating that 
it may not solve the issue, but it'll most definitely make you a mm-hmm. a a better person. Because now, even though uh you, even though you knew it was an issue beforehand, and even though you were consciously or subconsciously um, suppressing it, mm-hmm. you now know what to do to to um, combat it. And I agree with you on that, and I think I think also change has to do with it a lot. Like, oh yeah, most deal. definitely, no, most definitely. Yeah, you but you yeah, you have to change. Like if you're not gonna change, there's not gonna be any change. <laughs> I mean that's the that's the whole purpose in True. the word change. <laughs> Definitely. It's like you have to change, but you also have to be yes. consistent with it. You know, don't expect it to be an overnight. Yes, yes, sort of yes. Thing. Like that's that's something that I never understood about um people. Uh everybody is looking Which for is- the instant gratification even though you know instant gratification doesn't exist but you still want it that's something that i never understood about humans i think because we are programmed right now to get used to the smartphones with the popping notifications here and there every second so it's kind of like uh Instant gratification is the thing right now. It's the trend. I, I, we're, they're making us believe in that. Hey, there, you just answered it. Because naturally, <laughs> naturally, we're not used to not, uh, this instant gratification. It yeah, and you answered it, it your, yourself. We're being programmed <laughs> to you. You. Yeah. We're being programmed to want the. Uh, the instant gratification. Like, to me, I feel these Vine and TikToks and stuff, too. To me, these three-second videos, it's not entertainment to me. Like, I want some substance. I want substance. And for you to grow and become big off that, I like that kind of sucky for people who actually has some talent. They don't have talent. All they're doing is showing yeah, and their that, cute and, little and, But people just, like you said, <laughs> we're programmed to want the instant gratification and you only have three seconds to do that yeah. in society now. All That's right. kind of sucky. <laughs> yeah, because everything is going so fast right now. It's like this, the era of speed. And that's the thing. People just stop and think. For a second, you'll be amazed where thinking will lead to. Like just for, for example, example, just can you give examples? <laughs> well, I guess I use more recent. Like, if I actually put uh, went live about a week ago, opposing. I mean, not not opposing, but uh, yeah, putting this challenge out there to the world, saying, "Hey, I got a new challenge for you, and it's called Stop okay. and Think." You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all you gotta do is stop and think for a second. Okay. Um, this this corona that's going on right now, it's the it's the most popular thing right now. So I'll talk about that. This corona that's going on right now. Okay. You, uh, yeah. You have the government officials coming out here on the radios and TVs and saying, you know, wash 
you know, be sure to wash up. Uh, the ways you could prevent it is wash. And I mean, it is saying the same things over and over and over. You're not really saying anything that can really get rid of a disease because since when does since when does water and exactly. soap combat me for <laughs> diseases? But I'm yeah. <laughs> clean up, clean up the surfaces, uh, clean up the surfaces, wash your hands. And here is doing your program thing, right? Which you just you brought up just recently is that they send this stuff over and over and over. Now, if you just stop and think for a second, mm-hmm. it's kind of like all of y'all are going nuts, literally going bonkers over something they've been telling you you've been doing the last 88 years of your life. Like you literally been washing right. the last, ever since you were old enough to wash on your own. And that's about what? Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> you know, you've been watching up. You've been yeah. literally not exactly. being trifling your whole life, and you're literally waiting for the government to tell you what to do next. To tell you, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's your one example. Stop and think. One more quick one is all these masks and. Gloves is going around and all this stuff. It's like, even though they stated that it's not going to prevent it from prevent you from getting sick, it's kind of like a duh. You still have your eyeballs exposed and other parts exposed. You know, that's just one way. But have you? Here's the stop and yep. think moment. Yep. Have you seen any government official with any PPE on? I have yet to see anybody that comes on TV with a mask or gloves or both. So yeah, that's weird. That is actually weird. None of the high like position people are wearing it. Exactly. So I'm like, why are you acting nuts? And also, me personally, I'm 36. I just turned 36 this year. And um I think February. We wasn't in uh in house, we wasn't housebound at that time. <laughs> but Oh, um, okay. Even then, like me, been living here all like, thirty six years of my life. Well, not all thirty six, about thirty six and a half years of my life, and I already outlived at least ten pandemics. Like, <laughs> what's new about this one other than the new name? <laughs> the last, I want to say. Uh, not, yeah. not the last three, but about three of the pandemics that we already have were in the corona category already. So it's like, come on. Yeah. Really? Uh, what I are believe, they? I believe the Spanish flu. Uh, oh, the flu. Like the, the flu was the Yeah, and, the and those are the in the, cat- the corona category already, and we outlived it. And what's going on right now is that yeah. you just got to be, you just got to hope that you don't become a casualty of what the government is doing. And you got to be in lockdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm essential. So only time I do leave lockdowns is when I got to go to work. But when I'm here, I'm here. But yeah, I still believe that it's the government's doing, just like 
everything that happens is the government doing. <laughs> you know, call me a conspiracy yep, yep. theorist. Like, call me a conspiracy so, theorist, uh, but if you look up the word conspiracy, it's literally everything. <laughs> right. So, um, how can we possibly say as, like, a you, something Say something positive to the audience about this corona or mental? About the mental? Yeah, about the mental. Uh, the about it is um, talk. Like, don't be afraid to talk. Like, I, I, everybody use, uh, I think a lot of people right. um, love crutches. They love handicaps. And what I mean by that, you know, the mulligans, the real life mulligans. Yeah, my, my, I just got a phone call. Hello? No, but it's all right. But you, know, just... you know, the real life mulligans, you, oh, know, okay. you, know, you know, figure of speech is uh, people like to live by yes. the uh, it won't happen to me uh, mentality. Right. So yeah, so I feel like you just cannot live I'm your safe. life Grown, especially with grown people, we, we kind of expect kids to do that because they haven't really experienced life yet to know not to live like that. But grown folks, like we cannot live with the mentality yeah. of it won't happen to you because you're absolutely right. It won't happen to you until it does. You know? Yeah, so... Exactly. Talk. Good point. I know that kind of stray. I, I stray away a lot, but... uh uh, I'm I'm trying to get my my mental straight, so <laughs> when I stray, <laughs> but uh, yeah, talk people. I feel like talking right. is. Good. I feel like that Good. is that could be the uh, here's a hundred back. Oh, the pickle. Yeah, I think talking could be the the. I don't want to say. Yeah, it could be the treatment that you're actually doing, but you're not doing it. So yep, the treatment is being be. used. It's not being yeah. used to its maximum capabilities because you want to come in there and talk about what got you in here today or what got you in here this week versus talking about your whole ordeal or trying to figure out what's wrong with you because you are afraid of reliving something that you've been reliving. So talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> so talk about it. And just forget yeah, about it. Yeah, get it. Like, talk, talk about it. Get it, get it, it off your chest. chest. You, you already know, just... know. I don't know why people go by the whole uh, the mentality also of living by the rules of I'm the only one that's going through this, even though you're in a class with literally <laughs> everybody that's going through the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so we're not the only ones. Like, every, anyone can be affected, and most important thing is together. I'm, I'm I sorry, you're the background yeah. noise here. Even the distance. Oh, no problem. But I was saying, uh, people should unite together, even though the distance might oh, be ten thousand yes, miles away. Yes. You know, uh, 
I hate it. This I'm having the you same know? issue with my uh, with my show. Like you're really ducking out like crazy. Like your sound is distorted so, like, and far away. Uh, yeah, well, you saying like the short oh, burst uh, of stuff, you, you sound better. <laughs> there you go. Let me let okay, me get so out of the can location. You hear me I am. Now. That's okay. That's, I'm going to come back. <laughs> All right, let's try this. Right. So, as I was saying, I think it's important for people to uh, stay together and unite. Oh, yes. No matter how long the oh, yes. distance can be. Uh, oh, yes. Especially, especially if you're a person that knew this person before the mental crisis. Yeah, and exactly. exactly. So and witnessed it, and you, know you understand—I guess you could say—you understand this person's crazy. Not like this person is crazy, but you understand this per. Right. Yeah, the issue. I, I like I understand your crazy, like, and you understand my crazy. Everybody's a little crazy. Right. <laughs> We're all being programmed here. <laughs> Yeah. So you're crazy. I understand. (laughs) Hopefully, you kind of somewhat understand my crazy because I'm still here with your crazy. (laughs) True, because because witnessing uh, the 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 witness and also the experience complement each other and help. Yes. Yes. To better understand. Also, it helps. It also helps you, the one that's going through this as well. It helps you in more ways than you probably didn't even know. Yeah. Good talk. All right. So that was uh, Donnie. So that was it. (laughs) Thank you very much for Donnie. Thank you very much, Donnie, for being a guest on my podcast. I hope. Oh, yes. We're going to try this method that you're doing right now. We're going to try this method because I'm actually having issues with my mine's been on a high hiatus for like a month or two now. So we, yeah, I will reach out to you, even though you oh, snuck awesome. me in here recording. I didn't know you was going to record right now. <laughs> oh, because I asked, you know, I thought, you know, when were oh, you available? I know you were going to do it like right, right now, though. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. I was free. I wasn't doing anything. Uh, right. yeah. I really, like, I really expected you to tell me, but no problem. You know, next time we'll we'll fix the schedule. No, no, and you're not interrupting anything. Like I, I said, and uh, like I said, I enjoy being on the podcast. Especially this is my. Right. Uh, I haven't been on the podcast that taught so. Seriously, it was um, didn't get offended by anything that I said. <laughs> I like that the most. <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah, I'm not coming from like a offensive place, but <laughs> I feel like you know the word has been sugarcoated this long, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, uh, cool, <laughs> right? 
So thank you very much. Um, uh, Donnie, you know, go first? listen to whatever talk. It's on Anchor. <laughs> yes, go listen to talk. Uh, awesome podcast, and be sure to join his episodes together with yes, his, yes, with his yes, wife. Yes. Awesome talks. Bye bye. All right. So good night. Thank you very much. So, folks, that's a wrap for this episode. And as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where, where you'll find my podcast available. Like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. And recently, I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.